Welcome to Day One Patch Podcast, episode 302. I'm your host, Ryan Johnson. Adrian's here. Hello. Hi. Uh, Matt, how you doing? Yo. Doing all right? Everyone's doing all good? Right. Uh, no Tim this week. No Tim this week, yeah. Man's too busy streaming. He's dead. Oh. Yeah. That's why I was late to the podcast. I had to run over there, and I had to just, I had to just shoot him. It was unfortunate. Um... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's so nonchalant on this show when someone's missing that it's just like, oh, murdered? Oh, okay. Yeah, but Matt, the problem is, is the one week where someone is that, murdered and then somebody's actually murdered and then This will audio. be the clip they play. Yeah. <laughs> in in my, in my Unsolved in, Mysteries yeah, like that, episode. Ne- no, Netflix is making a Matt Lawrence. <laughs> Fuck. It doesn't even make sense, that title. Making a Matt Lawrence? <laughs> yeah, because it was making a murderer. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, some of our top stories. We have some. Uh, this is definitely escalated. Um, the battle between Epic Games and Apple. So we'll be talking about what's happened in the, uh, I guess, just the week, right? Since we last talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, just got a week. A, got a couple stories on what's unfolding there. Uh, Forza Horizon 3 is being removed from uh, sale in September. And this is almost kind of a quasi query corner question. Just about. Um, you know, games disappearing um, and no longer being available for sale. Uh, and also, I just tossed this one in because I, I had no idea this was the case, but Bethesda Games spoke out on the death of Robert Trump, who is um, Donald Trump's brother, who recently passed away. And he was on the board of ZeniMax, so I had no idea. Uh, and then finally, we have a query corner question on Xbox not caring about uh, sales of consoles. So uh, first, what's new, Matt? Uh, so, been doing the old Fall 76 still, doing that grind. Um, getting close to the end of the, the season there. Getting close to the end of the season. Um, we got a confirmed look now at the next season. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's like Armor Ace or something like that. Well, not technically confirmed, but leaked. Wait, no, I thought it was confirmed. I Wasn't thought all the, that stuff was leaked. The I thought the... Mine thing. I thought the new, like... I thought that those were the new rewards, but I thought the like wasn't there a trailer for the new new season or was that all leak stuff? I did not see a trailer. Um wasn't there a trailer? <laughs> what the hell did I, I don't watch? Think they, I don't I don't think they'd be teasing the next season before this one's even Matt, done. Matt, you always sound like you're out of sync with the rest of the world. What but like I watched some or maybe I was watching uh QuakeCon and I just like completely like screwed up the two things well okay I don't know. the last i heard from marty was that those were like data mined okay well at QuakeCon, i know the one guy said something about the name he he announced the name of the new season called armor race or armored ace or something like that that was for sure at QuakeCon. uh i don't know about the graphics and that but the data mined assets look cool especially the the brotherhood bunker which is actually from the first game which is really cool or inspired by the first game in any case. So that's really interesting. Um, I don't know if I would go past that. Like, that might be the last reward. Like, again, this is data mined. Possibly not confirmed as to what's actually going to be in the the actual season. But assuming that the data mining is correct and changes aren't made before it goes public, I, I kind of just want to get to that bunker and then not care. Like, I don't know if I care about anything else that was shown in that data mine. Like, not a lot. Like, I don't even I remember. I thought it was them. better than this season. I thought it was better than this season, but I just don't know if it's... Like, even this season, right? Um, like, to me, 
it's like some of the stuff's cool, like the fireplace door, stuff like that's really cool. But I personally wouldn't, I personally wouldn't have gone after it if no one else was. Like, it's certainly not, there's, I wasn't like really striving for that, that like fireplace door or like the Captain Cosmo stuff. Cause I've just never been into the Captain Cosmo stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Or any of the space stuff in the game. So I'm like, the Brotherhood stuff is definitely more my speed, and it looks like there it looks like from the data mine stuff that there is going to be a fair bit of that in, in it. So in this new season coming up, uh, but how do you feel, Ryan, about going like into another season again? I pray there's a break in between it of at least a couple weeks, um, at the very least, a couple weeks. Um, but uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I think. Well, I am enjoying it because we're playing it. Not even not 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 because I think we're playing it. Like for sure, like that's the reason why I'm enjoying it is because we're all playing. If it was just me, I would definitely be struggling to log in and do my dailies. Even when I log in like super late or something, if I was out that day, or if I log in earlier than you guys or something, and we don't actually play that day, I know that like we're you know we're we're actively playing the game, and so the game is still like sort of active in my in my library of games, if you will, you know, whereas if no one, it's just sort of like Fortnite. It's like, I'm still not, you know, I'm not chasing after the latest Fortnite season. No one's really playing it in our community, like, or in our particular group of friends anyway, you know, so. Especially the MyOS people. Especially those. Yep. Hey, Uh, but I did like one small thing in Ghost of Tsushima. I remember when I talked about this uh, last week, I think, I think it was Tim that said I was super close to Act 2, and he could not have been more correct if if he was indeed the one that said it. I quite literally walked up to a man, spoke to him, walked down a path, and then it was like, Act (laughs) 2. So, uh, I was super close to Act 2, and luckily, I'm there now. I've done, like, there's a new mechanic that was added into the game, so, like, this isn't story stuff, but there's... uh, there was uh, there's dueling now, so it's sort of like you know high ranking. I I can't say who it is, but it's like a high ranking person in the game. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna say it because of spoilers. So it's a high ranking person in the game. I'll be that ambiguous. Uh, that you can fight, and I just kind of like met them on a beach randomly. It wasn't a story mission. It wasn't anything. So there's a like some sort of dueling mechanic in which you can do these sort of uh, boss battles. And then the last thing I did was I stumbled upon one of those musicians. And he, uh, I decided, hell, I might as well go after whatever he's, you know, talking about the legend that he's talking about. And so I, uh, I was told to go after four farms. I think I have to go and like secure these four farms, and I've secured the first one, which took a while. And then I, and then I called it quits. But uh, that game is at risk of being deleted before I beat it off of my PlayStation. Why is that? I just don't think I'm going to beat it. I think it's one of those games where it's so big and I'm going to get so distracted with other things that I think I'm going to reach a point where the game's good and everything and like I want to beat it, but I just don't think I will. Uh, I, I've i played it maybe two weeks or sorry, two hours in two weeks or maybe even three weeks. It could have actually been four weeks. So... uh. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's been a while like i've mostly been doing like fallout 76 and multiplayer stuff some call of duty and stuff in there so i don't know uh i'm back on that weird like multiplayer train again where all the seasons have kicked off and so that's what i'm doing i suppose 
Well, I mean, I guess that means they're being successful at uh, at uh, stealing away your 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 free time uh, to those games in particular. That's their objective, right? So. Well, I was reading like there's always there's always that sort of argument in the uh, in the comments where pe- argument or debate or whatever you want to call it, where when when a company either switches to a battle pass like system. Uh, or like a daily's quest type system, and like those daily quests have you know limited time rewards and stuff. There's always that argument of like, hey, I can't play a lot. Like, why is it that I can't access all the content? And like, I feel for those people, but like, I really am curious as to how much more money these these games make as a result of these systems. If that if let's say they lose a fair portion of their audience like 10 or 20% because they can't play a lot. And so they just feel like they're missing out. And then obviously by as a result of that, some of those people will just leave, right? They'll just be done with the game. I wonder how much those other people must be compensating for that because we haven't paid, like none none of us have paid Adams for anything. Uh, Right. I mean, I have no, like I'm, I'm talking particularly about this season. Oh no! None of us have paid for Adams, uh, or none of us have paid. Excuse me, paid Adam Adams for tears in the season. So, although I'm not against it, I'm just waiting to see if I can make it without doing that. Right, because we don't know when this season ends, and that's kind of good and bad, <laughs> you know. Well, I'm just I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm a proponent of. I like the idea of having Actually no, I'll say this. So I've seen I've seen like that debate like I said in the comment section and what the the other side there's always like those sort of douchebags that are like, "Well, just just manage your time or get good at the game so you can do the quest faster." There's always those people. Uh or like, "Well, you don't have to play it" or and stuff like that. Um but there's always there's always that side where they always they always say like I want like I want more to do or like hey this is actually going to ha- give me something to do uh you know in this game. And I've always I I thought the other day that like what a weird comment to say because shouldn't the game itself have something to do? Like Ghost of Tsushima, yes it has a multiplayer mode coming as as it's been confirmed, but Ghost of Tsushima as it sits right now, I don't log in and go like hey where's my dailies? I have nothing to do. Like what a weird concept that we have these games where they need to give us these like sort of menial tasks, these menial dailies to keep people engaged. I actually saw one person complaining on one of the Facebook posts that uh, they wanted uh, Bethesda to give them something to do because he finished the season early. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and it's like I just I'm just thinking to myself, it's like these games don't have like these games like don't have features or something where. Like, what do you mean you need something to do? Do you know what I mean? Like, isn't that a ridiculous statement to say that? Imagine saying that in, like, a Skyrim. Like, oh, I need something to do every day, or I'm not going to log in. It's like, what? Like, shouldn't you want to log in and, like, build your character or whatever? Why is it that it's but like, oh, Bethesda has to give me something to do? I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of why these events, like Meet Week going on right now, is a little more exciting just because it's not the same thing every single day. Whenever we're doing the, the dailies um, for the season... It's like I'm doing the same events every single day, or I'm doing the same daily missions every single day. 
Same thing with like the <clears throat> Overwatch uh, seasonal events. The, where I where I kind of draw a distinction though is in in first person shooters like like um, Overwatch. There's for for some reason playing those matches over and over again feels different enough. It's it's because it's because everyone has a unique play style. It can and play even out if it's similar to, in a thousand different ways. That's the thing, and like even if it's similar to somebody else, it's they're 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 on a team, so their their team yeah. is going to be different than than the than the other team you faced before. But in Fallout, it's like those missions are exactly the same every single time. Yeah, it, it's 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 very strange that gaming like this has taken off, and I I know that WoW had dailies and stuff like that, and I'm sure the MMOs for a long time have had repeatable tasks like this but i think there's a reason and and maybe i'm wrong in saying this but maybe i I think there's a reason why in single player games repeatable tasks or repeatable quests don't do as well i don't ever see anyone rave about how preston garvey consistently asks you to go help people as a repeatable (laughs) quest you know sure it doesn't make sense in a single player game that's what i mean though and like Short, like when you're doing his repeatable quests, uh, for the first time, like you're going through the first maybe ten or twelve of them or whatever, every now and then, or like depending on how early you are, maybe each mission you're, he gives you is a new settlement. So his missions are helpful in that. Oh, like you know, go find this random settlement, and you're like, oh, I've never actually been to that settlement, and then that's like a discovery thing for you. So his his repeatable makes sense, but I never log into Fallout Four on my one save where I've like pretty well done everything. And go like, man, I wish like I wish there was a battle pass, or like like man, like I wish there was like more reward to this repeatable. Cause I have no like motivation to do that repeatable. And I'm kinda wondering, are we like I don't know what I don't know what like we might might need like a game dev to chime in on this. But like, are we developing games at a level that is intentionally incomplete? And 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 with that being said, intentionally bland. Because why is it that I know I I I wonder if it's just. What? Well, I was just gonna say like why is it, why is it that game devs, like okay, game dev is a hard job. We're not. I'm not saying that. That's why I would kind of want a game dev to chime in on this. But I don't understand personally why why we get like you know like a colossal problem or whatever is coming out that's like a bigger event i don't think we're asking for you know one of those scale of events every day but the dailies for the for the the foundation or the dailies for a foundation the dailies for the raiders like that's really all the variants you get for <laughs> yeah. end game wastelanders like that's it and then you can go and do like the daily photos or whatever like that that's it yeah. and i don't mean to claim that again that game dev is easy but like how long did that take them like in the grand scheme it was that a long time well i mean it's, it's kind of been my problem with fallout um and kind of a lot of these like triple a games that a lot of people play is that a lot of your quests are go here and press X or square on something or yeah. go here and kill 10 of these enemies. And like every single mission in Fallout is, is that. I just described every single mission, right? And it's like, why can't it be like a Fall Guys type of situation where you have these varied different levels you can go to and perform completely different tasks every single time? Not every single time, obviously, but I, I mean like 
tasks that are that different from task to task, you know, or from quest to quest rather. Yeah. Like there's, and, and to be clear, like I'm bringing follow up up in this, but I'm not pointing the finger at fallout. Like, like I said, World of Warcraft, other games like Guild Wars that I used to play back in the day. I never played World of Warcraft, so I can't speak to that effect too much. But I know that I know that people were doing dailies, and there is obviously a grind in World of Warcraft. I'm very familiar with the grind and the farming of, of items in, in the first Guild Wars. And I know for sure you just did the same thing over and over and over and over again. And I just... I Because what, what triggered this in my head was Marty sent me a YouTube channel that was about animations. And they were talking about... And not, not to get into the weeds of it because it's a whole conversation. But they were talking about how Naughty Dog for Uncharted 4 really went in there and like hand did all the animation where, but like something like a big Bioware game, they can't do that realistically. They have to have like a system of a bunch of sort of generic, you know, animations and they have to have like a system that transitions between animations. And so they will be like, Oh, this person's talking about this. Let's like, you know, let's run like upset four and stuff like that because there's so many variants in the conversation that they, if they handed all of that footage, cause there's a lot of footage and they handed all of the variants because it's like one conversation that's one minute isn't one minute of animation. In that case, it'd be four minutes because there's four ways to do the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it, so the Bioware game can't do that. And I was thinking, like, we like we're like these games are worried about stuff like this, and then we have other games where it's like, go and talk to this man. Congratulations, you've talked to this man. Now yeah. go and click X on this device, and when you're done with that, press square on this one. Yeah, and and then it's like. Make sure you come back tomorrow so you can press X and then press square again. Like, <laughs> yeah, what the much. fuck is going on here? And it's like, we're worried about these, like, highly, you know, people are making fun of Mass Effect Andromeda and stuff, which I know has its fair share of problems, but it's like, we're making fun of stuff like that. And then we got games where you press X and square on stuff. Like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if anyone's going to do it differently because they've been this way for a long time. Why? Well, that's why I think we would need a game dev to come in because I want to know if, if a game dev comes to, you know, goes to the team, let's say there's no bureaucracy in place. There's just like a system. So game dev has an idea for a new event in fallout. Let's just use that as the example, new event in fallout game dev has an idea. He goes to the, the boss or whatever he does. He says, I want to make a thing. They say, okay, let's table it. They table it. They've, they work out the idea. They prototype it. Then they effectively like ship it. Like they build it and they ship it. Uh, is that procedure, you know, that easy or is it, is it very much like, no, 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 we can't do that because if we do that, it'll break this or if we do that, it'll break this. And then because it's a multiplayer game, if it breaks, it's particularly bad because there's people's like progress. And so there's like all this server crap you got to deal with. And so therefore all these server games are very simple. Like, is I, it, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Like that, like that, that's why, yeah, like that's the, that could very well be the case. And then that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. Well, Adriano, what's, uh, what's new with you? Well, I can't top that. Um, uh, same old um, Overwatch with Overwatch. The, yeah, Overwatch, Heroes of Storm, <laughs> not oh Heroes God. of Storm, Hearthstone. Um, Matt and I have been playing Heroes of the Storm, right, Matt? You and me every night. I don't, I don't play Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> yeah, sorry, but Matt has been saying he loves it. It's his favorite game in the world. It's one of those Never games that's going to uh, be discontinued relatively soon, eh? Matt, I promise you, Fallout 76 will be discontinued before <laughs> Heroes of the Storm. Um, I, I don't agree with that. 
mark my words episode what is this 302 i don't know i I don't think heroes of the storm is going anywhere anytime quote unquote soon but i don't think it's going to be like getting a second wind i'm telling you now the servers for fall 76 will shut off before the servers for for heroes of the storm i mean adrian was probably right just given blizzard's track record yeah well wait a second here we have to look at the logistics of this hang on a minute now hang on a minute here the diablo one servers are still up so yeah. I, I think we need to talk about activity in that particular case, because Blizzard clearly just keeps things up for whatever reason. But Zach, my point though, like there is a there is a market for the Blizzard titles. Like they Well, how many people though are realistically like like we could we find I, a game I'm in saying, Diablo One? All I'm saying is your Fallout seventy six is gonna go down and out before my Heroes of the Storm. Mark my words. Uh besides that, um some will of I always call it will the Ori in the Blind Forest, not the Will the Wisps version. Um, uh, some classic Mario, some uh, uh, what the fuck else have I been playing? Uh, Microsoft. Uh, oh my god, Minecraft Dungeons! Holy shit! Oh, you've still been playing, playing that? that eh? I I've been playing it just like occasionally here and there. What I'm um, my nephew actually messaged me today, and he. I think he's going to buy Sea of Thieves or do game or do Sea of Thieves on Game Pass for Xbox. Uh, I think he wants to play that, so I think I'm going to get back into that with him. Um, other than that, not much. I've been working quite a bit, so I haven't had time to really. I am. I'm going to install some Battle Toads. I'm going to install. I think I'm going to install Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> all the all the Reddit posts. Uh, they've. Uh, Got me intrigued. It does look incredible. Yeah, it looks absolutely amazing. Um, I may just install it just for the hell of it. Like it's, I'm paying for it now, so I might as well just download the 200 gigs and just run it. Um, but other than that, not much. Just keeping up with my Plex server. You should buy it on DVD, where it it comes on like nine discs or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that'd be terrible. If I could brew on Plex, then yeah, I'd do it. Uh, other than that, nothing really. Um, as for myself, I finished Ghost of Tsushima, unlike Matt. I am one trophy away from a platinum. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> that, that, that's what I mean. Is I don't know how you do your dailies. Then you I, also you also play with us because we we do yeah. more than just the dailies. Like we yeah. we play that game. We do nukes. We have fun. We do a bunch well, of events. Whatever. I get done are... work at I, I get done work at four. Sure. The dailies literally only take half an hour. I I am amazed though at how many AAA games you just rip through. That that's many, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, and like I'm I'm utterly convinced that Ryan is a twin and that there are two two of you running <laughs> one life. One of you plays a game. <laughs> one of you goes to work. It's a it's a tag in tag out system. But I mean, when you get you you, what do you do when you get done work, Adriano? Uh, I, I I usually come home and I I do a workout. I aim for six so, to seven so yeah, workouts. You're you're doing something else. Yeah, I'm just gaming. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, but wait just, a second here. But you also thing. you also tell us though. See, this this is probably the thing that actually shocks me. In addition to the AAA things, is like let's say we hop on something on the weekend. I don't know. Let's say it's an earlier weekend day. I don't know. We we all jump on it like earlier in the day in the in the afternoon, one p.m. We jump on at 1 p.m. You leave a couple hours later because you don't like to sit there all day. Yeah. I just don't know how you finish so much while taking breaks like that. Like, I'll if, if, if I have, like, a weekend game day, if I'm, like, I'm taking fucking today off and I just play games that day, like, I am literally on my ass all weekend, like, all, or not all weekend, all afternoon. 
I get up for like dinner. I'll eat dinner, maybe go do something. <laughs> and then I come back and I'm back on my ass until like four in the morning. Yeah. But I don't understand how I don't get fur as far as you. Like I don't I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, there there's there's like I it's amazing that you can get through all those games, but I think there's something that we're missing here. Like there's some sort of secret to the universe that you're holding that like <laughs> that you can no. just somehow finish all <laughs> no. these games and I just don't get it. No, because because like yes, I come home and I and I do a workout every day, but I also know that if I didn't do that workout, I would have a million other things I still need to do, but which what would fill my time. Um, it would be so like I have I carry a second job. I um, okay, yeah, yeah, um, that's fair. I Plex man, Plex actually occupies a lot of my time. Like I, I'm I'm there's quite a bit of a keep that has to be done with Plex. Well, that's like um, another hobby too. So yeah, I uh, right now I'm still trying to get my condo up and running. So like I'm still have a lot of furniture things, but that I'm, that I'm trying to assemble and get going. But it's just for as long as I've known you, Ryan, it just always seems like, oh yeah, this game came out, and like you know, three to four days later, you're like, okay, I'm done, and it's just like another check mark, and I'm just like, Ugh. well, well, what's also weird is you're like, I mean, minus COVID, you actually travel more than anyone I know too, Ryan. Like, this is what I mean by, like, you're doing, like, a million and one things. You're, like, you're somehow, like, hustling through shit in, like, record, in, like, record time. And I don't time. mean just games. Ryan, Ryan. Like, you're Ryan, going ham. I pulled the 30 uh, most popular open world games. <laughs> oh, like, no. You want to go through this again? And we try <laughs> oh, no. to find a game that, we try to find a game on there that Ryan could play. Because he's like, I don't have an open world game I want to play. I'm like, well, we'll find one. I pulled the 30 most common games there's only one on there in which he has not played one breath of or sorry one that he has not completed he's at least started it breath of the wild every single ga- other game on that list he's fucking played and he's probably did 100 percent. he's probably done did most uh, platinum trophies they're like big games too like skyrim and red dead redemption and red dead redemption 2 and uh. i don't i don't I don't know what your guys' life is like outside of work. Mine yeah. is is pretty empty. So I come home from work, and I I I, I did this not, not not lately, but usually I would come home from work and play video games for like an hour, right? And then I go off and do something else, and then I come back for an hour and play those video games again. Go off and do something else, and I'll come back. So it's like it's like in bursts essentially. Yeah. And 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 like when you when you when you describe the other the non work non video game part, yes, like it does make sense to me because I do spend a lot of my off time not in my place. Like yesterday, I was I went to I was at my sister's for four hours of the night. Like I I just I went there and I ended up just sitting in the backyard and I was just conversing with them yeah. and hanging out for four hours. And it's like that would have been four hours of video game that I could have done. And then I ended up coming home. And while I was chatting with you guys on PSN chat, you guys were playing your Fallout. I was here doing work. Yeah. <laughs> because I had because I had spent so much time at my sister's place that I had to get this shit done. So I mean, it might not be healthy, but pretty much every waking minute of my life is consuming content. <laughs> you know what? Either... You know what I think I was about to say? Right when you said that, I think what it is is like I mean, all of us do other stuff. Obviously, like Adriana was doing that, doing the like uh, barbecue, or whatever it was, and your, at your sister's, like, you know, like well, we, even you, Ryan, like when when COVID was uh, when COVID wasn't a thing, like you were traveling here and there and stuff like that. But you're always like, you're always 
when you're in like a normal mode, you're always digesting content. Yeah. If I like start YouTube, like I just started down a YouTube hole, spend like an hour on it, whatever, like everyone does. And then I go to play video games. It's like an hour for me to transist. Like I need like a transition phase. What do you do during that hour? Just like, I like, I like poke around or I like, I like stare at a wall. (laughs) No, but like, no, but like I have like a lot of weird, I have like a lot of like coffees. So I'll be like, Oh, I'm going to have a coffee when I game and I'll like look through my coffees and stuff. Like I just kind of like poke around. I, I kind of get that too. Like if I, if I spend a long time gaming and I'm like, I want to read, like I can't just stop gaming and then pick up a book. Like there is a, maybe I will do something completely different first or like there will be a, a, a transitionary period. Um, I, I, I get that as well. Um, I, I think it's just more so like I can do it. Like, uh, I'm a person where like, I know you guys will like, let's say like you leave the PlayStation for the night. So you're going to bed, but then you'll like, some of you will like read for a bit or whatever. I go like straight to bed and go to bed. Like I play right till I go to bed. But like when it comes to like, you know, work's done. And let's say I play a game or I go down a YouTube hole transitioning between those two it takes me a while because i'm just mm-hmm. like oh i'm on leisure time and i'm kind of like i kind of turn into like a very slow person <laughs> like um i uh that that's why I, I gravitate towards podcasts because podcasts are something that i can consume in the background while doing something else so if i'm just like doing work at my desk or at work at my office at work or i am um kind of just like like ripping stuff for plex or um i'm i'm going somewhere or i'm like i'm i'm in the car I, podcast is always something that i can have on i can also play it if i'm playing a live game like if i'm playing see if these by myself or i'm just ripping around something open world and it's not plot involved podcast is something that i would put on um that's that's why i kind of i always have a podcast on the go uh, oddly enough though most people will find this weird i don't listen to podcasts or music while I work out, I don't want to take in any of that. I actually, I leave it completely silent. That's interesting. Yeah. And, and people have said that's like, like at the, at the, you know, before the world ended at the gym, people would have like their earbuds in and they'd be like on the treadmill, listen to music or podcast. I'm just, nope. I just have nothing in. And I just want an hour of silence while I like mentally unwind and just work out. You guys also pod- read like a lot of news, right? Oh, constantly. Yeah, see, I can't, I read, like, two news articles, and maybe this is actually another thing, is, like, maybe this is why I transitioned so long. I read, like, two two news articles, I get pissed off, and then I'm pissed <laughs> off for an hour. And then I'm just, like, angry or sad, and then I just don't want to do anything. This, and this, then, is Matt. this is Matt. Damn Immigrants, I always told you it was the Immigrants. Fuck, God damn it. Is that Simpsons? Yeah. Fuck's <laughs> sake. But, like, I just, like, read something, and I'm like, aw. And then I'm just, like, sad. So then I just, like, go on YouTube and just, like, watch, like, a rerun of something. And I think that's probably like Ryan is being efficient with his time. Let, let me let me ask you this, and I we we kind of took we kind of got away from Ryan's uh, recap of video games. But let me I want to ask you this question: <laughs> What do you guys do to fall asleep, or what do you guys do? Like, what's your going to bed routine? Like, do you read anything? Do you watch anything? Do you? Because mine uh, is mine is I will, and 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 like I will ask you guys these these questions but i i like to find a a very interesting ask reddit thread and then when i find that ask that interesting one i'll flag it and that is what i read and i go down but as i as i go to bed 
for me, it's YouTube pretty much. Wow. Like I'll just lay in bed watching YouTube videos until I literally fall asleep of exhaustion. I I can't I can't imagine watching YouTube go to bed. I think that would. I do I, the same. Um, I do the same, but uh, I will like turn it down to a point where it's not super loud. Like it, it's not at like the ideal listening volume. And I also I've kind of fallen off this wagon recently, but this does help me sleep in general. Is if there's something to do the next day, even if it's trivial, I write it down in a to do list really quick, like just a quick one. If I'm worried about it at all. Like, obviously, I'm not going to write down, like, drink water. Although, I had to do that a couple times because I wasn't drinking water and I got really sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that was good. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and that's dangerous. You're, you're, if you don't take in water, your piss can crystallize. And I then- literally I literally went, like, two days where I drank, like, f- like two cups of coffee. Yeah. That, that, and, that, that- and then, like, I started getting, like, extremely ill. Yeah. My, that happened my nephew. He wasn't – there was, like, a period where he just – then taking water and he had to go to the hospital because his piss literally crystallized. Oh my oh. god! Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an actual. Well, thing. I didn't have that. Luckily, I just had like a really bad headache. But well, oh, another thing too is, and this isn't like a routine, but this is something I, I've changed and it's helped me a lot. Uh, don't have a clock in your room. Oh, I don't think anybody has a clock anymore. They just have it on their phones. No, but like you, do you have it propped up so you can see the time no, when no. you're laying down? No. Okay, so there's no, there's as long no as light you, in my room, as long as you can't see the time when you're laying down. It actually it enhances. Well, I don't know if it enhances everyone's sleep, but it enhances my sleep. Well, they do say that worrying about sleep actually hurts your sleep, and yeah. so all these people who want all these like these sleep trackers and stuff, they're just making it worse for themselves. I fucking love my sleep. That's my favorite part of the day. <laughs> um, and then just. Just real quickly, um, I bought the Horizon Zero Dawn on PC, and uh, <laughs> oh I finally God. got that booted up and running. It's running flawlessly, right? That's what I heard. Now it is. But <laughs> it, it took some no work. I just had to restart a couple of times, and then, and then it finally kind of started to run. Um, I think it looks great. I, I saw some articles saying it wasn't like the best port ever made. Um, I guess maybe it's, it, it's an older game, too. So I don't think they really amped anything up. They just kind of increased frame rate and clarity and a few graphics options you know that's super widescreen support <gasps> yeah um but i thought it looked great i thought it looked better than i remember it on ps4 so i was i saw a lot it. of photo mode and it looked freaking awesome yeah so i, I, I just, wonder what the uh what the spec uh, spec requirements are uh, i think they're fairly decent like, like not anything too crazy I got. I did a. Um, it has a benchmark built in. I got like. Um, I had like an average of eighty-one frames per second. Ooh, damn! That was just using the suggested uh, settings too. Like it, it does this whole startup thing. It took like, I don't know, ten minutes to like analyze your hardware and figure the best settings. And I just went with that. So, man, if this is if it's successful, those this could be the start of PlayStation realizing, hey, there's a PC market, and then it'd be fucking hilarious if PlayStation came in and just dominated the PC market. With their exclusives, yeah, and then it just like curb stomp Microsoft into into nothing. Uh, Last of Us would probably sell like crazy on PC. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, and that's it. Um, let's hop into the news story. So this is a big one. It's gonna take us a while to unpack this. Um, so about I guess about a week ago or so, whenever that happened, um, Epic Games, who uh, created Fortnite, released an update um, for their game on iOS. And it added their own personal payment system that uh, bypassed Apple's 
mandatory payment system, according to their uh, user agreements. Uh, so for Epic, obviously, kind of knew this was going to happen. Apple banned them, and they've been fighting ever since. And there's a lawsuit. This is just a quick recap. Yeah, because we talked about this last week. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's happening now is Apple has threatened to terminate the developer program membership. Um, and this has some pretty serious ramifications. You literally can't make make the game for a Mac. Yeah. Like a, like com- a Mac computer. This comes to us from ZDNet. Um, hang on. I think I wrote it down here, or at least pulled it from the article, where they actually go through what is no longer possible. I do yeah, know that, you guys like... Have it pulled up there? I don't, I don't know. Pulled oh, up, here but... it is. I got it. I got it. Okay. Um... So Apple is basically threatening, uh, according to Epic's injunction request, unless the alternative in-app payment system is removed, the game developer would not be able to submit apps to the App Store and access to developer tools will be revoked, including iOS SDKs, APIs, and pre-release versions of iOS, macOS, and other operating systems. A practice to ensure developers can iron out any software issues caused by new OS versions uh, before they become mainstream. In addition, any other Epic apps on iOS will be removed Apple also intends to block engineering efforts to improve hardware and software performance of Unreal Engine on Mac and iOS hardware and optimize Unreal Engine for the Mac uh, for creative workflows. Wow, they're playing hardball, huh? So that's pretty intense. Um, so like them, them taking away their developer program license agreement, is this Apple just taking away because they said, like, fuck you guys? Or is this also a byproduct of any sort of violation of the terms of, of this agreement? Is, this is a byproduct of the violation. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's not uh, To my knowledge. I'm, I'm not an expert on this stuff, right? Uh, I'm just covering what, what we've seen in some of these articles and stuff. And to my knowledge, I think that is Apple, that is it, it, within Apple's authority because they, they're the ones who hand out the these license. developer licenses. Um, so they can revoke it uh, if you violate their terms. I also read somewhere and like take this with a grain of salt because I just read the headline and the byline, but it said something along the lines of like Apple had done a review of Epic's whatever a developer account of some sort yeah. and multiple like Violations. multiple like infractions were present. Again, I just read a headline and a byline, so take that with a grain of salt. I mean, but. they could be like smaller violations that Apple would probably just overlook unless anyone complained. Or they were like so specific that like even Epic was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, and they're, they're because now they're going to be going through all that stuff with the fine tooth comb, right? Because now the lawyers are involved and 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 all that, so that's probably played out now. Uh, if that is the case, yeah. But basically, they're threatening to essentially eliminate Unreal from the entire Apple ecosystem. That and, is, and a lot nuts. of other developers use Unreal Engine for their own games, and mm-hmm. those would no longer work. So it's going to hurt a lot of people. Well, let me let me uh, let me ask you this: Apple has been in hot water about kind of being not necessarily a full monopoly, but a monopoly of sorts, with the App Store being the only app store being allowed on on the I- on iOS. Yeah. Uh, I do you think this is digging them, you know, sort of further down that road? And do you think they're going to have more sort of legal trouble or whatever happens to people that? Like, however that works in the court system where somebody gets... I think it's antitrust, I think you mentioned, but yeah. when you're effectively, like, not blamed, but, like, told, like, hey, you can't be controlling all this. Yeah. I really don't know how this is going to turn out. Um, if they... If the, if Apple... Like, like here's, here's, here's something that's interesting. 
I never even knew about the Unreal Engine thing, and I think that Apple has too too much power now. It's tricky when it's their it's, it's Apple's everything. They're the ones who develop the SDKs and the APIs. They're the ones who develop the developer tools that they're using. They're the ones that develop the hardware and the software that they're all using. You know, and it's like, well, why do you have a right over their stuff? But this is starting to become a slippery slope where, like, th- this stuff, just general stuff. Like, I know this is this the the particular items we're talking about are in government, but or in government or in gaming. But like governments and big entities use not gaming stuff, but technology stuff on Apple. This I understand is just in the gaming sphere, but what if Apple starts banning certain government things from their platform? Now it's like, hang on a minute. Like, this is showing their cards to me. Where uh, now I'm saying, like, hang on. Take this exact scenario. Take it out of the gaming sphere. Put it into a political sphere. Put it into some other sphere. Whatever it is. Medical field. I don't know. Something. Something more serious than gaming. Does Apple have too much power? Because, like, Apple, Microsoft devices, like Windows and stuff, and uh, Android are, like, effectively huge entities that everyone has sort of migrated to. You know, uh, Android phones and iOS phones are used by, you know, politicians. They're also used by just government workers. They're also used by, like, critical workers and stuff. And so I understand that Apple, in this particular case, is not reaching into those other spheres. But this is showing how powerful they could be. I think... We kind of um, when this first happened, we were kind of texting about this, and I think what hurts Epic's case in all of this is that they originally had agreed to these rules, and then just one day decided to break them and said, and and basically said, "Oh, we're a victim of big old mean Apple." Yeah, and but they, they originally in, agreed the, to these. Yeah, and they did it in the such a like a unprofessional middle, way. Yeah, but it, it it is the equivalent of, and maybe there was a little more because it's a big company, but. There, it is the equivalent of you pressing agree on like a cookie warning or a signing up of something or installing but, a program. No, but, the but they're not—they're not users; they're developers. Like, you think Epic would just like jump into it without doing the research about what they're like? They, they also no, included. Wait, wait. They, they also included the thing that they knew would get them kicked off. So they yes. knew the agreement. They knew the agreements beforehand, and I think that kind of hurts their case. Um, but also. I was, I was watching other people talk about this, analysts and, and, and tech journalists and stuff. And they were saying that the courts don't like it when you try to use them to negotiate terms, with, with like, like with business terms between two companies. And with Epic complaining about that 30% cut that Apple takes, that's basically them trying to use the court to force Apple to lower that, which, which they don't like. But also Apple might be falling into the trap. I think I, when we were texting, I, I think I may have said that where it kind of sounds like Epic potentially may have set a trap here. Because now we're talking about a company where, I don't know if, for, like, let's say Epic removes that payment option in Fortnite, right? They remove that option in Fortnite. Uh, let's assume that Apple for sure is going to reinstate them at that point. They're going to they be reinstated. Okay, so they'll be in good standing then and all the rest of it. Okay, so that's the thing that's holding them back. Yeah. Okay. This is the the thing the response that Apple is issuing is further reaching than Epic and also shows how 
how powerful and how far-reaching Apple's reach is on a platform that everyone uses like as if when you buy it, you own it. And yes, you're right in saying that, well, I don't know if you actually said this, but like we've had this conversation in text and stuff where yes, like when you buy a device, like it's effectively Apple's, but that's not how the general public feels. When someone buys a MacBook, they think that it's their MacBook. They didn't lease it from Apple. Well, no, the the actual MacBook is yours. You can do with it what you want. The software on it is Apple's. Right. Also, um, Apple basically treats their desktop computers differently than their iPhones. That's why you can uh, sideload apps or download your own app stores on macOS, but you can't do that on iOS. This is, but you like do you do you think though that there is some merit to the argument that this is show this is. I don't know whether Epic intentionally did this, but to me, this is absolutely Apple showing their cards and it's going to show the courts like, like I agree with you in saying like, maybe the courts don't, you know, they don't, they wouldn't want to get into a, like a squabble over 30%. But this is now this, this, this response has gone further than that. If Apple banned Fortnite and left it and Epic keeps screaming and Apple just says, take your, take your payment option away, the court could ignore it. But now, now we have this huge implication where, Epic runs an engine that affects multiple other game companies, and that engine could be at, at at risk. That could potentially kill indie studios, and it could potentially hurt larger studios, especially if they release their games on macOS, and especially if their entire fleet of developers develop on a Mac. Here's so now, I think, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, so now you have Apple saying, we're keeping our 30%. If you don't want to pay our 30%, we're going to tear you and your entire family down. So you're going to pay your 30% or what? Like that's a, that, that to me is kind of what's happening here, right? Oh yeah. I think there's an argument to be made that Apple has um, either too strict or not, not an open enough platform. But I think that Epic has kind of made a few key decisions that have, hurt their argument overall and i don't know if the court's going to side with them first of all um apple does not have a majority share in the world of, of mobile operating systems android heavily dominates ios in terms of mobile operating systems right just to, to so to claim that there's this monopoly mm-hmm. where evil apple controls the market even though it's a big market billions of dollars worth right it's it's tiny in comparison to the overall available audience and market and and, the, and one of the problems I, I heard brought up was that he also sued Google, right? Now, Android allows sideloading apps, and Android also allows different um, uh, app, app stores. stores. And uh, they've made deals with other uh, hardware manufacturers to have uh, Fortnite pre-installed on their phones. And so they sued Google as well. And it's like, so if Android isn't open enough for you, what exactly are you looking for? And it's, look, it's, like, it's starting to look like he's just looking for... Um, they're, pi- they're picking a fight. They're picking a fight. And they're, they're, their main goal is to then create their own Epic Games app store on mobile devices and sell their own games that way. And it's like, you can do that on Android and they just they, they haven't done it. It's just weird. I have a feeling Epic is going to lose this fight. Like, yeah. like Apple, Apple could be wrong in this situation. That's completely possible, right? But I, I don't I, think I don't think Epic's going about it the right way. 
Well, no, I think I think I think Apple is misguided and it's their their stranglehold of the thirty percent, just like I think how Steam is on PC. Yeah. But like when you look at just the facts of this, they're violating Apple's terms and conditions. Like they're not Apple's not being vindictive by saying, Well, we don't like what you're doing, so we're gonna, you know, do this and then they're gonna fire back and do this. It's just no, simple as this. You agree to this, you're not doing it, we're taking action. Simple as that. I think that's where they set the trap. They they were trying to Yeah make it look like they were the victims. Yeah. When they caused this. Yeah. They're you can crying. you can disagree they're... with Apple's policies, but yeah. they caused this. Yeah, you they're crying they're crying out that Apple like well, Apple took away your Fortnite. Like, well, yeah. yeah. And another point that Apple made um, is that back in the day, apparently, the uh, the cut that, that a store would take on software was up to 50 or 70%. This was like 30, 40 years ago, whatever, right? Apple was the one who actually came in and made it 30%. And that's been standard. Another problem that Epic has is they're not complaining about Sony, Nintendo, or Microsoft charging also 30%. So they're inconsistent in their complaints. I would say that Epic has been has been too juvenile as as, as like a general sort of like short statement on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Epic has been too juvenile on the topic and Apple has been too severe. The proper way to handle this on Apple's side from my perspective is ban Fortnite, that's it. Don't don't say anything else. <laughs> Well, because because people are gonna like what are the what are the reporters gonna write about? Like every single day, they're gonna co- like cover this this thirty yeah. percent thing. Like Apple Apple has a problem with Fortnite. They ban Fortnite. They shut up, and then they just leave it. And then Epic just looks. If Epic wants to like scream and fight and yell and sue, then respond. You know, with whatever legal teams everyone gets involved in. However, that works. But I don't think that going after their developer account, like, sure, maybe that's what's totally within Apple's rights. Whatever guidelines have or pretend were allegedly broken, you know, whatever were, whatever was broken was broken, and maybe Apple is in the right there. But I feel like that would never have come up if if Epic just didn't do this. And so it's 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 this is like Apple going on the attack. And I feel like that, like, just personally, oh, I yeah. feel like that is the wrong way for Apple to handle this. You have an app that's popular that is causing a fight, you shut them down right at the source, and you just shut up. And you just, I mean, and you just my, wait. My, my same argument is is towards Epic as well, though, is that they mishandled their attack. They launched the first salvo, essentially. Right? And so Apple's just attacking back in turn. now. But how, how else would you... like like we, we had what, this they should have, what Epic should have done, right? removed Fortnite from the App Store, and then sued for antitrust. That's it. Instead, they're playing these games and, and these theatrics to try to gain support and, and like make this revolution happen. And it's, and it's a bit weird for them to be trying to use their young audience who are going to be largely ignorant on these issues or not really understand them. Yeah, completely. they don't understand. And I don't either. I'm, I'm not or, an expert in any of this. Or understand um, the 1984 reference. Yeah, and they're, they're trying to use this, this, this social media mob in their favor. Um, now, maybe it will work, and maybe they'll seem like geniuses when this is all over. I don't know. I will say though, right? Is is like one thing to one thing to consider is if Epic pulled their game from the App Store and then sued, I feel like the media would cover it in a way where Epic was the bad guy, 
and Apple wasn't. And I agree with you where it's weird to maybe sort of indirectly or directly or intentionally or or unintentionally, we don't know, use your fan base, you know, to attack Apple or like at least get them to say like, hey, what the what, what like what the hell, Apple? Like we want our Fortnite back. But I feel like if Epic just decided to pull their game down. Well, they don't even have to pull it down. You could leave it up and still sue for antitrust. But would Apple, well, well, I, I guess, like, I guess we would have to somehow have a simulation of this. But would Apple then go after them like this? Do you probably think? not? This, like, like, I mean, I, like, again, like, would it's, Apple it's, retaliate? It's in their terms of service, right? So Epic broke those terms of service, so that gives Apple the ability using their terms of service to do these things. Yeah, I, I have no, I have no problem with that. Like, I, I fully acknowledge. Like Epic broke some, broke a rule, Apple responded. Yeah, and they, they you can you can call them harsh uh, responses, but uh, well, see that, that's the thing the, too it's, though. It's is, still is, the response though. But Apple went, didn't Apple responded and then attacked? I would say, with with the developer account, but like, no, with, but or, no, with the, I, with the I, I developer program membership, it, I wouldn't call it an attack though. Like, like I I feel like everything Epic has done has been an attack. Everything that Apple has done has just been an appropriate response. They've been following their rules that they yeah. laid out prior to this that Epic agreed to. Yeah, I, I'm not saying it's without it's 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 outside of Apple's rights. I'm not saying that in any in any way. I'm not like like I'm. They're probably for like you know assuming they're telling us the truth, which I which I assume they are about whatever guidelines were broken or whatever it is. Like they're within their rights of their own terms of service and to terminate Epic's, uh, you know, developer program membership, whatever. I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is, is that they would have done that all in one day, in my opinion. In my opinion, they wouldn't have even reviewed the profile if they weren't looking to attack back. No, that's not necessarily true. But why not just, no, no, no it, it might not be. That's what I said in my opinion. Why not, why not just ban the app and then shut up? Like, like that, that to me is sort of like, Oh, these guys broke our terms of service and banned, and then they walk away. Banning the app, but not ban banning, the app. Yeah, ban Fortnite not, and then walk but, away. But not banning their ability to like, like the developer, developer program license. stuff. Just just ban uh, Fortnite on iOS. Well, I I have a feeling again, but them banning the or on the App Store, or whatever. Uh, banning the their license is just a buy. Like it's probably if you sift through that. It's probably a million-page agreement between the developers and Apple. It's probably the same thing, saying if we, if we remove any of your apps because you violate this agreement, we will then remove your entire developer license and anything else that you have on the App Store. And Apple has pointed out that they, if they simply remove their own payment system, they are happy to put Fortnite back on the store. Yeah. Oh no, no, I, I think Apple's like. Like resolution is fair, but that same resolution could have been reached without without ter- like this this additional termination. So terminating the app is one thing, and then terminating the the developer program potentially developer program membership is another piece of leverage to get Fortnite to surrender. Like no, that that's what I mean no, by that I, is that I, is well, that it, is one hundred percent an attack. Yeah, it is. It, it, is, it is definitely be. is not. It definitely is not just. Epic or Apple standing there. No, no, but but like you you see it as that though. But I could see it as just a preemptive, and you can you know emphasize preemptive, preemptive 
protection that Apple is going to use on on any other app, Epic app. Because if if their if their logic is well, if they're going to use this game to try to promote uh, something to goes against our terms of service, and we ban the app, great. But then they're just going to put another app on there, and they're just going to do the same thing again. And then we have to ban that one. And then they're going to just do it again, and they're going to they're going to then file another uh, you know another lawsuit. So they probably just figured well. The agreement that we put in place to ban their license is simply to protect us from having to do it over and over again. It, it's probably a preemptive precaution. Um, I just want to add to the like the end of this whole segment here. Um, as the engine would also be barred from updates uh, designed to ensure compatibility with app, upcoming Apple OS versions, Epic says that its developer pool will have to switch to competitors, turning it from a widely used tool to a niche product. Holy fuck. Epic is now seeking Holy a temporary fuck. restraining order from the courts to stop Apple from continuing from making the Fortnite app unavailable, including any updates, as well as barring the company from revoking Epic's access to the developer program. Man, what a fantastic time we live in. Um, we have another piece here, too, that's like, in addition to all of this, I don't know if you guys got time to read this over. I sent it before the podcast, but um, uh, Epic deal? Games... Yeah, Epic Games sought a side deal for Fortnite prior to lawsuit, according to Apple in these court filings. This comes from Mac Rumors. Uh, according to Apple, Epic Games in June sought a special deal from Apple's Phil Schiller that would change the way in which Epic uh, offers apps on the App Store. And I guess this comes from CNBC. Um, on June 30th, 2020, Epic CEO Tim Sweeney wrote my colleagues and me an email asking for a side letter from Apple that would create a special deal for only Epic that would fundamentally change the way in which Epic offers apps on Apple's iOS platform. Uh, former Apple uh, Senior Vice President Phil Schiller wrote in a declaration. And Apple lawyers when... argue... Oh, go ahead. No, no, I had a, I had a dumb commentary, but just go ahead. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll wait. Apple lawyers argue that the emergency stay that Epic is seeking is an emergency entirely of Epic's own making, as Apple has said that if Epic removes the direct payment mechanism that it added to Fortnite, the game would be allowed to return to the App Store and Fortnite's developers' accounts would not be disabled. Apple has also likened Epic Games' behavior to shoplifter, to a shoplifter. Developers can avoid the digital checkout. It is the same as if a customer leaves an Apple retail store without paying for a shoplifted product. Apple does not get paid. Um, now, Tim Sweeney has since replied to that, saying that Apple's statement is misleading because Epic's email also asked for, for the concession to be made available to all developers or other developers. Okay. Yeah, as as I say, because because my my dumb smart ass comment to the to Epic making a special case was just like, oh, I, I guess when Epic didn't want, couldn't get the exception to them, then they said, hey everyone, they're not going to let us. They brought let us, Yeah, they brought in Netflix or Spotify or whoever else and said, hey, we should go after them. But uh, um, Epic's or Tim Sweeney did post his email. Uh, to, to Tim Cook, Phil Schiller, and Craig Federighi at Apple. And and it has like kind of his demands in it and stuff. Do you want me to read that? Uh yeah, if you want. It's up to you. Uh... I'll just read he has he has two demands on here. So I'll just I'll just read those. And there's a bunch of other stuff too. Um you can check it out on uh if you go to Tim Sweeney's uh Twitter, he has it posted there. Um, but he says, because of the restrictions imposed by Apple, Epic is unable to provide consumers with certain features in our iOS apps. We would like to offer consumers the following features. One, competing payment processing options other than Apple payments without Apple's fees in Fortnite and other Epic Games uh, software distributed through the iOS App Store. 
2, a competing Epic Games Store app available through the iOS App Store and through direct installation that has equal access to underlying operating system features for software installation and update as the iOS App Store itself has, including the ability to install and update software as seamlessly as the iOS App Store experience. So that's what he's asking for. Yeah, but then it goes against Apple's uh, <laughs> regulated marketplace or like safeguarded marketplace, I should say. Hmm. Just kind of reading over this really quickly. I'm trying to find the part where he asks um, for all developers because his demands, his two demands he has listed simply apply to Epic. You know, later mm -hmm. in the email, I think he does say that he also wants this um, provided to uh, all um, other developers. Well, that that's what he's claiming. You you just haven't read that part. Like you you it's just haven't there. read that part over yourself. Like, but the yeah. but the app, but the email is available for everyone to read on on his Twitter. Yeah. Hmm. I don't so, know. I don't know how to feel about all this because like. Like, like I have opinions, obviously, on like the like sort of this war itself, obviously, as we've just discussed. But like, I don't know how to feel about, like, I don't know what to say about the thirty percent. Like, is the thirty percent okay? Like, is that normal? It's, historically, it's normal than it's been. Um, I think Epic just they did that whole thing with making their own um, game launcher um, on Windows and Mac OS, where they only charge twelve percent. To their, I, thought, um, I thought it was eighteen. I, I think it's twelve, but oh, okay. I don't know how to quickly look, look that up. <laughs> twelve, eighteen. Might have split the difference. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know if he wants his own app store. I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, See, like, think, that's what I, I mean. Is like, like, are they are they just trying to circumvent the whole thirty percent? Because if they're if, in if that their case, goal, they are. If their goal is to like. If, obviously, with they added that payment option, but if their goal is to circumvent the entire thirty percent, isn't that too much? That that's like what Apple was saying that it's like shoplifting. It, um, it does sound like they want to not pay it at all because their own payment system would have nothing going to Apple. It would completely bypass them. And yet, uh, Epic still takes twelve or the eighteen percent from developers when they sell something on. I don't their think they, I don't think platform. they're going to take. I don't think they're taking. Well, you know what, you guys, you guys talk about this. I'm going to look this up. Uh, every every step of the way, I just I, I'm disagreeing with Epic more and more on this. I, yeah, I was on Epic's side at first. Um, I still don't really want to take a side yet because I don't really know enough about business in this sense. You know. More listen, morally, I, I, I. If you were yes. Epic, you would want what they want, right? Yes, I would yeah. want what they want. But when you just look at the agreement, it's like, what did you guys agree to? Simple, done. And they also still make millions of dollars off the App Store. Like, like what was what was on the email? I think I think he put or whatever it. Whatever they uh, make, I'm not really sure the numbers. But yeah, on the email when he put the numerical like conditions, what yeah. was the what was the first one? Competing payment processing options other than Apple Payments. What was the second one? Uh, competing Epic Game Store app. I you know what I I don't know what which one would have been better as the first condition. It's like just just the fact that like number one was their number one. It's like what if that was number two and the number two was number one? Like does that read a little bit better? Like a little bit? No, because I I 
I feel like Apple would be more willing to lower the 30% than they would be to allowing a, a completely competitive app store. Well, I have some, I have some information here. So, uh, this is, uh, this is a embedded tweet within a article written on variety.com, but this is a tweet from Tim Sweeney on April 22nd, 2019. It says, why 12%? Uh, we chose this uh, number to provide a super competitive deal for partners while building an enduring and profitable store business for Epic. From that 12%, we net around 5% after direct costs, and that could grow to six to 7% with greater economies of scale. The Epic Game Store just takes 12% of revenue from its clients. Hmm. See, I don't know how to feel about this because because there's too many like okay, there's too many there's what are they what's that statement? Too many hands in the pie or something? Some some but, weird But there's not. There's it's literally Apple and Epic. No, but it isn't that though. It's also it's also the it's also government and it's also credit cards. But those those are just as given. Like those aren't going to change. No, but you can't but, really yeah. put those no, in the equation when they're constants. No, I I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like they can't be brought into this particular argument, but and and like maybe they're at a fair rate or whatever. Like I don't know. Everyone's different. Like all you know, credit card companies are different and stuff. Like whatever. Like I don't know all the information on all that stuff. Um, but what I mean is is like that money is still going somewhere, and so like is like to a smaller dev like every dollar matters sure yeah you know yeah and so you know what i mean so it's like it doesn't matter whether the government's the one that took that thousand dollars or was or if it was the credit card company or if it was epic or if it was steam that thousand dollars is gone like it's no longer available for use and so this is where i struggle with all this because it's like it's almost i mean this is weird this would be like a radical idea what if the scale of your company is it dictates your cut? I think that might be seen as unfair. Yeah. Is then, that unfair though? Then, yeah, and then you're going to have government regulation come in. Absolutely. If if you want if you want government interference, that's what you but do. But that but they already like I mean, I mean they already do that with tax brackets here in Canada and like other places as well, but, however I taxes mean, work elsewhere. That's, that's the whole point of a percentage though. 30% for a billion dollar company is a lot more money than 30% of a small company. But it's it's all the same percentage, so it's all the same, you know, it's all relative, I guess. But they're all but they're also like working at scale. So I get I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But like what if it was something like uh if your game uses our transaction system, you know, x amount of times, you get this cut. If our game if your game uses this transaction limit at this point, you get this cut. And the cut is is inverted, so it actually goes up. Like normally, you would think like, "Oh, I'm I'm paying to use the Apple payment system, and therefore, if I'm bulk using it, like I'm using it a lot, my cut goes down." I would actually say no to that. I would I would flip that kind of ideology and say no. It would be like 12 percent cut if you're like an indie dev, and then like a fifteen to thirty percent cut if you're you if you're making over a million dollars on your app. But I don't know, like, like just saying that sounds good, well, but then there's so many friggin' implications, like, you know, that we yeah. haven't gone through. Like, that's just yeah. one sentence. Well, when I brought up the fact that software used to have, like, a 50 to 70% cut taken by the stores, that was typically to pay for, like, you know, the, the floor well, space. The logistics uh, of everything. The salespeople for selling it, the signage, all, all that kind of crap. 
that's all gone uh, um, when you go to a digital marketplace. And so these developers are technically saving on having to pay all, for all of that stuff. Um, so is 30% too high compared to where it used to be? Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, Epic seems to be doing good with just the 12, but then again, Epic also has the biggest game in the world. So, yeah, you know, obviously that money is going directly but, to them, especially if if you're playing on PC, at least at least as far as I know. And also they, they counteracted the uh, the 30%. So instead of because when they when they add their own payment system, it was 20% off compared to the Apple payment system. So it was like $10 for however many V bucks. And there's uh, their own payment system was $8. Um, for the same amount of V-Bucks. So they're even taking 10% <laughs> of their own payment system. Um, they're not giving the full 30% back to the consumer. Now that could be to pay for their own transactional software or whatever the hell it is, you know. Yeah, it could be like, it could be some other, you know, it could be like the, the transaction company they use or something. Like who knows? Yeah. There's a whole are they hurting because they, they have to charge $10 instead of $8? Are people not buying V-Bucks enough at $10? You know? I don't know. I think I think the I think there's like there's a big elephant in the room of all this where we don't know what a fair number is and a lot of this stuff is sort of like locked behind doors. You know, co- companies aren't exactly yeah. sharing their balance sheets and their income statements with us. And, and so and pro- it's and so it's like what is fair? And then the public would also have a, a skewed value or a skewed uh like understanding of how much Epic needs to like even keep the lights on, right? Because like yeah. Epic probably has a bunch of freaking offices, I would guess. You know, so it's like I don't even know how to, how you would handle this. Like, who yeah. decides this is fair? Uh, the courts, I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well, that's a lot. I'm, I'm sure we'll have more stories next week um, as this uh, feud continues. The drive-by happens. Oh God. Jesus. Um, well, just 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 throw in like iPhones with like uh, Fortnite preloaded, just whipping them at people like as you drive by. It is funny while this is all happening, Apple became a two trillion dollar company because this is this is a drop in the water. Like Apple yes. products are used for editing and other games. Like there's there's more than Fortnite out there. You know. I like, imagine. Yeah, I imagine most iPhone users don't even play Fortnite. So. And there's like COD Mobile is big and like that's um, naming two, you know. But it's just funny to see this massive titan of Apple, you know, right during this time when when you have uh, Epic fighting them that they're worth, uh, te- technically today they're worth $2.1 trillion. Oh my um, God. They're now the biggest company in the world. Um, that's uh, pretty insane. But anyway, um, let's move on here. Another, This is another question for us, I guess. Uh, Forza Horizon 3 is being removed from sale in September. This comes to mm-hmm. us from uh, VG247. September um, 27th, I think, right? Yep. September 27th, yeah. Uh, so, Adrian, you actually, you're going to go buy this because you don't like it when they completely take something away from you where yeah. you could have no access to it in the future. Yeah, game, the game preservationist in me doesn't like this. I just want to know, what do you guys think is the reason behind this? Because... Are the motorsports? Do they disappear too? No, I have a. Uh, I was listening to another podcast, and this makes complete sense. Is this is coming down exactly four years after its release? It's weird that it's four and it's not five, but somebody pointed out that it is likely a licensing issue with the cars. 
they would have oh. to renew the licensing for all cars because Forza, the previous Forza Motors, uh, Forza Horizon 2 did the same thing and the other one before that. So they, they think it's like instead of having to repay all the licenses all over again, like it, music could also be a factor, but also music has always been an easy thing to patch in and out or to simply renew. Um, like Alan Wake had that hiccup for a bit, but then that eventually came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the the one podcast I was listening to thinks it's likely just a a um, car licensing thing. That's weird because they're just going to license the cars again for the next game. Yeah, but they're they have to do it on a per title basis. <laughs> so could be, funny, could yeah. be music too, though. Like the music would change in four years. So it, like... it could be it could be music, but that's such a simple fix. Like you could just absolutely patch out the music, patch in whatever track, because that does not affect the actual gameplay at all. It's just. Now, I never played it. Horizon Three. Like, is it is it like Need for Speed Rivals, where it was, I, like, it's all online? I don't own it, so I couldn't tell you. That's why I'm buying it. That's that's weird that you're buying. You don't know. <laughs> I was just wondering whether well, it's an I, always I play, online I've, thing. I've bought I bought uh, Horizon Four. I've played that one. Is that one always online? Uh, I'm almost confident it is. I uh, could the be servers wrong, are but... staying up though. Yeah, you know, they are. I'm I'm yeah. just wondering whether like Need for Speed Rivals is like you know always online, and so. Or, like, I don't even know if it still is online. But, like, mm-hmm. years and years ago, I played that game. And, like, if they made a new Need for Speed that was like it, and that other Need for Speed needed some sort of, like, license upgrade, they would probably just want to push you to the next one. So this could be a push to go to, like, go play four, guys. It, it It's probably a happy, you know, happy accident on that. It's like, well, we'll push Horizon 4, and then we'll do the next Motorsport. We'll get people on that. The next Horizon after that. And it's going to be just be this constant leapfrog of expired licenses and new games like they're they're calling it end of life which is such a weird phrase to use um what's what's strange though is like gran turismo doesn't do this right gran turismo doesn't do this i have a feeling that the um, the developer uh was it uh paul who 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 does gran turismo oh polygony Polygony, that's the one. Um, I have a feeling that they have a much more robust... (laughs) Sure, let's go with it. Uh, Yep, you heard it here. Um, I have a feeling that they have a much more robust negotiating team. They probably have the licenses for much longer, or Sony's probably willing to front the relicensing fee every once in a while to to keep those on. Um, Because I think you can still buy Gran Turismo digitally the older grantress take a look polyphony uh yeah it's poly yeah poly what did you say polyphony i mean i was gonna say polyphony poly that i think i think i think phonetically that's what it looks like phonetically that's what it looks like that's what i was gonna say and Um, and sony interactive entertainment um so let's go gran turismo yeah like you can still buy gran turismo uh, I don't know. It's funny that not. the licensing deal isn't just like you get a percentage of every game sold, and then you could just have the license for as they long. Probably as don't want to give sold. that up. No, actually, you know what? Digitally, you can't buy the Grand Turismo games anymore. I have a feeling the same thing happens. That's so strange. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't make car games. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's it's probably the same thing. But like, so I was I actually was like thinking about this today, and I'm just like, other games have expired, or like, why why does this bother me so much? And and this probably could tie into the previous Apple Epic uh, conversation as well. 
But if there if there was a set amount of licenses, okay. So let me back up again. If there was if the scheme was only released on discs, and then the 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 printing presses were turned off, there's only a set amount of discs out there. Yeah, that should bother me, but it wouldn't, because I think the difference between a physical copy is that I can go and negotiate with somebody or a store to buy that game secondhand. Mm. That game can transfer to me. But digitally, we have not figured that out yet. Right. And I think I think if there was a marketplace where you could sell off your license in a in a um if there was a set amount of licenses that were to be distributed out and you then could sell off your license in some post initial release marketplace where you, where it's a consumer regulated pricing system. Like a like a digi- like a like a eBay or an a Kijiji for digital games. I think that wouldn't bother me as much because it's like, oh, like the market is going to dictate how valuable this is to me as a consumer down the line. Yeah. But it's like knowing that like if I don't buy this now, I I don't have – I wouldn't be able to find – it would be almost impossible for me to find a disc. If I wanted it on Xbox, I would have to buy an Xbox, buy the disc, and then that is only as good as the disc, is, the disc class or that, or that Xbox console can run because mm-hmm. after that I can't use it. So if I don't buy this now – I can never ever play this game again, ever. I should say, and and it's, it's not like the servers are turning off. They're going to leave those running probably for another five to seven years. It's just, it's just like it just it creates like the smallest level of anxiety in me that just like it's like why would you why would you take away this like like this should be in a library if you're going to do this. I don't know. How do you guys feel about this? Uh, because it's kind of relegated to just these car games because of these licensing deals. I mean, it, it kind of just makes sense to me. Um, I, I hate I, this I don't crap, really have though, any skin like... in the game, though, because like I don't like playing racing games, so I don't feel the need to okay, own this. But, 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 let's, but let's take this towards another completely different genre, different franchise. Let's, let's look at Alan Wake, because it did happen with that. Yeah. It did come back, but like Alan Wake was announced like due to licensing, whether it's fucking Duracell or Sirius XM or David Bowie, that game was coming off all digital marketplaces. Yeah. And, and I, and I was upset because I actually missed that, the sale the when they did it the first time, I, I think I was away for the weekend and I just didn't look at news or anything like that. And by the time I got back to my computer on Monday, it was already yanked down. Yeah. So I had to wait for it to come back and then I fucking bought it at whatever price they put it at. But it's like, like but, how 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 would you feel about like a like a PlayStation ex- uh, PlayStation exclusive title? Yeah, I'd probably want it just like you did. Yeah, just to have it. Yeah. Um, how do other games get away with this kind of stuff though? Like um, Mafia Three had a had a pretty good soundtrack, and I don't think that's is that in risk of well, it, it, Grand Theft Auto Grand Theft Auto Four did. Grand Theft Auto Four had to have its uh, had to have its uh, soundtrack changed. Yeah, but how come but, I haven't heard this happening to many other games during that same time period? It, this, a lot of this games could have be, licensed music. This could be a new thing where where games blew up like within, you know, ten years, like they've kind of become more mainstream. Yeah. And then but, music but, music studios are like, hmm, aha. Uh-huh. But, but then it, but again, guys, remember, music is is yeah, it's a nuisance to deal with, but there is such an easy solution to it. You can simply just push a patch, either remove the music or replace it with something else. And the and the renewal licenses for music is probably not nearly as bad as licenses for vehicles. You're talking about the major 
major car companies from around the world who have such strangleholds right. on their design and who put on such rigid conditions to have the cars in the game to begin with. Like the the it is it is on this it is on the level of like Disney regulating out their characters to video games about like all the weird conditions they have to have. Car companies do the same things when they put them in games. They don't like them getting smashed up. Yeah, like you can't you can't like have them get demolished. You can't have certain like I think that's why burnout is like usually made up cars or you know, GTA have, because you don't want yeah. to have like that's the new Mercedes. Oh look, yeah. I have bombs underneath it or yeah. something. You'll have you'll like, have uh, you'll have certain car franchises not be in certain other game franchise or sorry car companies that be in certain game franchises because another game uh, company might have the exclusive rights to it. Like if you oh, know, but, uh, Porsche uh, used to always come late to Forza games because Porsche Porsche or whatever you want to call it. Uh, didn't like they didn't get the license like Forza didn't get the license for Porsche. Yeah, exactly. So like like the the insane paperwork that must run through an office somewhere just to make a game like Forza or Gran Turismo happen for vehicles like that sounds like a fucking nightmare. So it doesn't surprise me that like oh the car licenses are 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 because it it's a it they're 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 a piece of art they're they're trademark they're they're designed they're protected by any sort of creative license like anything else so it doesn't surprise me that that and and again like like if you had a piece of art in a in a if you had a painting in a, in a video game that license would eventually expire and then you would have to deal with it you would have to have it removed patched out or the game would have to to uh, come down for sale but then again like a, like a jpeg image or texture or a song is a much easier thing to deal with than removing vehicles from the game that is about driving what's funny is that uh a lot of cars nowadays look the same yeah they, they all fall the it go, goes in trends like everything else so like i'm looking at the different versions of forza and like if i was still going to buy forza 4 there's a forza 4 and forza 3 mega pack with all dlc for both games for like 150 bucks but i already have forza 4 so then they have forza 3 standard edition for 13 bucks and then you have forza 3 ultimate edition so that's everything with the game for 27 bucks canadian which is the pro which is what i'm probably just going to do and it's on sale until the 20th for another 37 days, it says here. You can buy this game. And then you can play it forever, or I, as long as the servers are running. I wonder if, uh, I don't know if you noticed this, Ryan. Call of Duty Modern Warfare doesn't have licensed guns, right? Uh, No, it must. They sure. don't call the Javelin the Javelin. They call it the Joker. They might, I'm pretty uh, sure it's been called a javelin before in other games. Though. No, but yeah, like, like people but, are talking, like people talk to me in that game. Like, like we, I have some buddies that play the game, and they'll be like, "Use this, like, use whatever gun," and I'll look through the list because I'm not like super familiar, and I'll be like, "Where the hell is this gun?" But, but Matt, it might, it might be a two part license for that thing though. Like the the actual design of the gun will have to be licensed, and then the name will have to be licensed. So if they don't, if they want to try to shortchange it, they might license the design, but not license the name. Like that's that's probably what they're doing there. I'm pretty sure they use the the gun names. They didn't though. I'm pretty sure they have like a 1911 in one of the games. Yeah, but they just an M16. I'm pretty sure. No, 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 no. Not not in some of the games. I'm talking about Modern Warfare. This one. Oh. 
Like I'm talking about this one. Like some of them maybe absolutely they made up had some of, the games. Some of them maybe absolutely had that. Like I think maybe the Car 98 is called the Car 98K or whatever. Like I think that one might be right. But I well, wonder even, if What's that? Even though this last game was titled Modern Warfare, I think it was still a bit futury. And I think maybe there are some like made up guns or like concept guns, you know. Because there's people talking about this, like, there's even a post here, and these are just Reddit posts, to be clear, so not, like, official sources, but there are people talking about the licenses, and there's a person asking here on Reddit one month ago why Activision or Infinity Ward was not able to get licenses for guns, and then there's a question mark. Hmm. Fucking, and also, I have a, I have another page here, Game Pass Ultimate. I, I have the $1 offer, if I just ch- go to that. What? Like, I have the $1 oh. Game Pass Ultimate offer. Oh, for your, for your, for your Forza. Well, you no, kind of, like, you, hmm? you kind of came out of nowhere with that. We were talking yeah, about was... guns, and then you're just like, I, I got a dollar here on uh, <laughs> yeah. on Game Fest. I buy that for a dollar. <laughs> how do how how do how do I lock this in for a dollar for like, like, do I have to tack on? <laughs> you're st- I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm just gonna know. go to our final story here. <laughs> I'm gonna figure this out. Like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, I just topped this in because I found this kind of... I, I had no idea this was the case. I'm surprised this didn't come up in the last four years. Um, but the brother of Donald Trump, Robert Trump, was a board member of ZeniMax. How did that's, we not hear about that? This? That's random as hell. I, I, I imagine there's a lot of rich people, part of a lot of boards that we don't but, know about. But like, sure, but the president's brother? Yeah, the, the president, yeah, like the president's brother that wasn't brought up in like articles and stuff. I just found that fascinating, but uh, unfortunately, he uh, passed away um, recently, and uh, uh, Bethesda um, wrote a little uh, message about him. He's saying, we are deeply saddened by the passing of Robert Trump, longtime member of ZeniMax Board of Directors. Robert had served on the ZeniMax Board since the company's founding in 1999. During that time, he was a constant source of guidance and counsel for the company for more than two decades. Wow, something positive about a Trump. (laughs) In addition to his vast experience... Robert was extremely approachable and always treated board members and employees equally. We could not have grown as a company and achieved our many successes without the help and support he offered. He'll be sorely missed, and we extend our condolences to his family and friends. So this was a surprise to me. That's all. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty damn random, to be honest, too. Like, was he a fan of video games, or was he just like a business yeah, advisor? I don't know. I have no idea. He might, yeah, he might just been an influential kind of business guy, right? They find their ways on all sorts of different boards. Uh, finally, here our query corner question for the week. Um, we've kind of talked about this in in, uh, in the past, and um, Phil Spencer was on Animal Talking, right? The uh, Animal Crossing uh, talk show. Yep. And uh, he basically said that they're not really focused on selling more consoles than their competitors because they're trying to do more and, and build up more of like an ecosystem and Xbox as a brand and, and trying to get people onto game pass. Um, so I just wanted to see what you guys thought about this kind of ideology and, and method. I think, uh, I think he's crying inside secretly as he says that. Well, I, I do think it's funny to be like, oh, we lost the race. And then it's like, well, we weren't even racing. We're, you know, we're, yeah. we're doing our own thing. Because cause if they were winning it, they, they, they'd be. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I oh, I think this is going to be like a press circus. I think this is going to be like a like the, like the press in the beginning of these consoles' lives are going to be reporting the sales more than anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're going to be reporting the games and stuff like that, of course. But like the the big stories are going to be like which one's winning, you know, in the first month. And I don't know if it's going to be Xbox. I mean, they definitely have their own, like, people who are analyzing the markets and making predictions on sales, right? They clearly know where their standing is in the market. And I bet you they're seeing that they're not going to... It might be a repeat. And I've seen analysts also say that it's going to be a repeat of last gen, where it's going to be like a two-to-one sales uh, for the PS5. Um, But... But... He has a broader strategy that I think is more long-term, or maybe Sony's is more short-term, you know? Yeah, Sony's not pushing that PS Now at all. And PS Now, like, not having having not used it in a long time, uh, I don't know how how it's panning out today uh, in terms of uh, technical, like, working workingness, if that's a word. But uh, the library is really good. Mm-hmm. I, my, I told my brother about PS Now yesterday, and he goes, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, I'm like, PlayStation's <laughs> had a streaming service for, for years. For years. years. He's like, bullshit. I'm, I'm like, yeah, like you can he's like, do you stream or do you download? I'm like, you can you can do either or. I think some games might be limited to stream, some might be limited to download, but for the most part, it should be either or. He's like, he's like, I, w- I wanted to play Red Dead Redemption. I'm like, well, you could probably play it through there. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? And he's just like, <laughs> he's like, like, how the hell did I not know about this? I'm like, because Sony fucking sucks at marketing that. The Xbox Game Pass came out after it, and it just kind of went right by it in uh, in its promotion. And like Xbox Game Pass is probably a better deal. Like you're, you fuck, you can like I'm still on the page here. You can get it for a dollar, and 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 like it's, yeah, it's. It is funny that everyone's like obsessed over XCloud, and Sony's had basically their own XCloud for years. Yeah. Um, I think they need a rebrand, probably. I think they should name it something else and just like pitch it as if it's brand new. Yeah. The, um, uh, the, pl- the PlayStation naming convention is c- getting really old really quick. Well, I don't think PlayStation now is a terrible name. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think X cloud is a worse name. Um, well, X-, X cloud is also the working title. Oh, is it? it? it I, don't know. I, I believe it is the working title. I don't know if that's right, it's not, but I think it is. It's it, not the, officially launched yet. So yeah. I yeah. Guess. The, 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 the PlayStation now title itself isn't bad, but it's just Sony's like, Oh, whatever it is, we're going to put PlayStation in front of it. Yeah. And then just give it something. And it's like, okay, at some point we're gonna have a really dumb one and you're gonna be made fun of it on Twitter forever. I mean it's like it's like the whole Apple thing where they put I in front of everything for a while. iTunes, I whatever, iPod. Are they uh is Apple getting away from the I stuff? Yeah. Oh, they've since retired that for years now. They're, they've not had a single new service. Um iCloud might have been the last service that they had with See, an I. I- I, I was I was thinking about that today when because um, I had to go to my iCloud email and she's like, hey, I'm like, eventually the iCloud stuff is going to kind of peter out. I'm like, are they going to let us redo our email or are we just going to have an iCloud email forever? I mean, this wasn't the first time they've re- redone their their cloud uh, emails. It used to be, um, used at, to be at, at, at me. Me, yeah. I, I yeah. still I've I've one of my clients is uh, sells an at me account. I think my iCloud is technically an at me account that that they've switched over to iCloud. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, Apple Music, Apple TV, Apple News—it's all Apple, and then literally just what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
I wonder if they'll ever change the iPhone though, because it's so famous as a device. You know, with the Apple phone, makes sense. Mm. The Apple phone. Eh. Well, if they're getting rid of the eyes and naming things with just Apple and then and then the device name. But would they get would they get Apple rid of phone. iPad though? Apple Pad. Oh, that sounds really dumb. That looks. That sounds. That I sounds mean, sound people. Good. People. <laughs> people didn't like iPad at first. There was a ton of jokes about. But also, the word people pad. made fun of the actual idea of a tablet as well. Like the actual idea of a tablet, it was shown as like a serving tray and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, Apple Pad. Yeah, maybe. But Apple. Phone Apple Pad. Apple Pod. A- a- Apple Phone sounds fine. Apple Pad sounds dumb. Apple. It, 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 Apple it, it, it almost sounds like you're trying to say Apple Pie, <laughs> but you fucked it up. <laughs> well anyway that's all we got for this week uh man i've been reading up on Xbox. this on this uh they... this whole gun thing and like this is crazy like apparently that's been like this for a while and i just never noticed like in, in even like the previous call of duty there's a story in, in... about it like i haven't like i'm not conf- i haven't like you know done my like my full like research run on this but just like looking through like there's there's unlicensed guns also in modern warfare 3 well, that yeah. makes, oh, Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, it, it. I think. I think there's probably two licenses there: the design and then the name. Well, I don't. I don't know. Like, uh, well, there's some. There's some. I like. I said. Like, I'm, I haven't read through all these articles. So I'm just flipping through. But I don't know whether some of the guns are licensed, some aren't. But like, it's amazing to me that I just never noticed. Like, it's just something that I just. I mean, that could be the case that they couldn't get the licenses for all of the gun manufacturers, but they could get for, for for some, right? Well, there was an article here about how like. There, there was like they they didn't want to be licensing them because of the like uh, the discussion on gun violence or something. Again, only flipping through articles here, not reading through them all. Well, that, I mean that that can't be the case because their 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 games are all about guns shooting. What what difference does it make if they name the gun? I I, I don't know. Like like I said, I, I I'm only flipping through articles here, but um, like I, and and some of them are like as far as I know named correctly. Like isn't the MP5 actually named the MP5 in the game? Like as far as I know, but like the javelin's called Joker. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know the name of these guns otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you could. You could tell me javelin or Joker. And be like, yeah, sure. That, that's, that's well, that's the it. fucking problem. Is so like for years, like like gun- games have had the licensed guns, and then my like my like COD buddies will tell me the actual gun, and they're like, try this gun out, and I have no idea what they're talking about, and I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, like the the what. Like, what am I using? Like, the get what? the Joker. No. Get the Joker. Yeah, get the Joker, and I'll be like, the I what? Don't have like, the Joker. I have the Batman. What is? Well, it? no, no, no. Like the actual, the actual thing. Like with the Joker, at, as far as I know, it's called a javelin. I, and I they just ca- keep, and the game calls just it the Joker. On, I literally just keep on picturing Joker, like the 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 villain. Every time you say that, I also just received my very very first ad in like ten years for Second Life, so I'm closing this website. But I don't know. That was just a that was a weird tangent that I went on. But like I've never noticed it. That's that's crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. I think this was a pretty long podcast, eh? How long did we run here? Get the time there. It's uh. It is one thirty six fifty four approximately. Yeah, I have one thirty eight, but I started my recording early. All right. Uh, Matt and I stream on uh, Wednesdays at twitch.tv slash day one patch media. Yeah, they stream uh, Heroes of the Storm. They they uh, no no game. one no we're we'd not probably get some viewers game. but then they get angry at how bad we are. Oh, yeah. there is that. There is that. Yeah. We get people. We get people backseat gaming right now uh, with um, 
<laughs> State of Decay. Although, yeah. like, half of that stuff is, like, helpful because it's, we like... We need it, yeah. It's, like, yeah. What the, like, I don't know what the hell is going and, on half the time. Hey, guys, I would stop doing that if you just did a fucking flip. All you have to do is we do literally, a flip. We literally have a clip that is not even a VOD, so it's permanent, on our Twitch that is, is us doing a flip. Well, I didn't see it live, so it doesn't count. <laughs> no, it doesn't... <laughs> okay. Fuck. We'll see you guys next week. Peace!